アディクツの時間です。It's time for hobby addicts.And now, here are your anime addicts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hobby Addicts. This is Hobby Addicts episode 139. So, thank you for joining us. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am joined by an interesting little crew in, of mixed species. <laughs> mixed species? Well, of course, first off, we have. I am a, I'm a Romulan. We have a Romulan named Kazuo <laughs> wearing a Logic t shirt. That's right. Looking good next to me. Thank How you. How are you? I was,、uh, I'm doing well. I was out last night and、um, I was actually wearing this shirt last night as well. Oh. It's been a, it's been a rough weekend. I've, yeah. Wow. But,、uh, and somebody at, at the bar I was at was like, hey, logic. I'm like, yeah, sweet. And of course, we have Mandy hailing from Cincinnati. Mandy, I don't know what kind of t shirt or whatever you're wearing. Um, I'm actually wearing a Haikyuu one. I was, oh, I was wearing gonna, my orange one that I got in, when we went to Japan. I was going to guess chainmail. Chainmail? Chainmail、yes. shirt? Yes.、Mm. Yes. I, I'm sorry, that one's actually dirty.、It、it's in the wash. It's, it's at the dry、yeah. cleaner. <laughs> yeah, it's at the dry cleaners right now. <laughs> And of course, we also have Mandy's cat, whose name is Ravage. You want to you say hi? Say hi? No, now you're going to be quiet. Oh, now he's oh, quiet. Oh, man. Oh. Well, Ravage is shy. Ravage. Now the wrong mic. Okay. Oh, well. Maybe later. He'll pop in.、I'm、yeah,、sure. maybe. She was loud right before we started. <laughs> she will make her appearance when, when she deems it necessary, for she is a cat and answers to no one. May I ask, why did you name your cat Ravage?、Uh, she's black and she was named after the Transformer. Ah.、Uh, oh, I didn't even know there was a Transformer named Ravage. I got to look at、oh, yeah, it. Yeah, it is a black cat. I mean,、I'm, Not, It was、um, one of Soundwave's cassette tapes. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Well, she's also pretty old. I think she's 11 years old now. So when I got her as a kitten, I was still really into Transformers back then. I used to collect them. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, now that we're all introduced and assembled, we're going to be talking about some Netflix shows. I've been watching a show called Maniac that has a, some pretty high profile actors and actresses in it. So, we're going to be discussing that. And we also have shows from Netflix that, we, that we're interested in watching.、Mm-hmm. And we also have、uh, Kazuo here is thinking about reading. What was your plan for the next year?、Uh, I want to read a book a month. Oh, man. You, you can read?、Uh, you know, that's the thing is I have, first have to learn how to read. <laughs> so, I have, a, I have a few weeks before the new year to learn how to read.、Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. So, then we're going to get into that and maybe we can discuss that a little bit. Because that's kind of interesting. I'm kind of curious what your. What your reasoning is behind that and what your plan is, how、sure. you're going to stick with it. So, I've been watching this show called Maniac, and、um, it's, it's got some pretty good names in it. It's got Jonah Hill in it. Okay, yeah. And Emma Stone. So, most people know Emma、oh, Stone and、uh, Jonah Hill. Definitely. They're the two main characters. They are vastly on screen most of the time. And it's a really odd show. I'm only halfway through it at this point, so I can't, I'm not even capable of giving you like end show spoilers of this, st- this state. Okay. But. It's this show about. So, Jonah Hill's character is. He's kind of like deeply disturbed, sort of. He has. Well, I think he has schizophrenia, 
but he mm. like sees people and they talk to him and they tell him that like there's going to be a message and the pattern is the pattern and you need to follow the follow the protocol and he he's very he's very odd and he's on all kinds of medications yeah that definitely sounds like it sounds schizophrenia. like schizophrenia right yeah and he's very troubled and he has lots of relationship problems and his family is like somewhat abusive to him because you know he's kind of the, the weird one of the family and um do you know what schizophrenia means um i don't know but i'd love to it means split from reality oh really yes is that greek i don't know I, I just remember in my psychology class um that I, the, the one <coughs> semester i went to college <laughs> i took a psychology class and I remember the professor was talking about how people often confuse schizophrenia and multiple personality disorder. Gotcha. But like schizophrenia is not having multiple personalities. It's being split from reality and perceiving things that are not real. It's often accompanied mm. by, by a lot of by violence sure. and aggression, but he's not like that in the show. He's not very violent or anything. Emma Stone has different problems. So, so she has like a very troubled past that she's kind of having trouble getting away from. Her sister and she—they were in like a horrible car accident in, in her past, and her sister is killed in the car accident. Okay. And she was driving the car, and it's not really her fault, but they got in some fights before the car accident, and some very bad things were said. And so she kind of regrets all of that, and so she's kind of turned to drugs and is, you know, not in the best of ways. I would say in the show, mm-hmm. and she doesn't like, she doesn't look. Like the normal glowing Emma St- Emma Stone, I think you were accompanied to from movies and stuff, because Emma Stone's like a, is a pretty good looking actress. Sure. And so they kind of have her downplayed, you know, because she's supposed to be like on drugs and whatnot. And so they're both like really troubled in this show, and they are for different reasons drawn to this pharmaceutical company that is offering a clinical trial for a new drug. Oh. There's Ravage. Oh yeah, she'll she'll be popping in every now and then. <laughs> yeah, so she's currently drooling all over my leg. Nice. So Kazo's <laughs> looking at pictures right now of the show. So this is Japanese. Yeah, so am I. I'm also looking up just information on it. Yeah. So this because I I actually haven't heard of this until you mentioned it today. Wow, Jonah Hill's still skinny. Like, I remember what, is that? Does that surprise you? Well, because he he was you know obviously fat for a long time, but then he lost a bunch of weight, and then I thought he gained it back, but I guess he's uh. Yeah. He looks a lot older in this than I thought he really was. You know, How, like the last time I remember him is super bad. Yeah, I don't so, remember him. No, he was in uh, Wolf of Wall Street as well. I don't think I've seen that. So, um, so like it's super bad. I recall Jonah Hill lo- looking young. Well, because that was like ten years ago. But he looks like he's yeah. in his mid forties in this. Yeah, I think Super Bad came out in two thousand seven. I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, is he really in his mid forties? Is that is that how old Jonah Hill is? It says he's thirty four. Wow, he looks way the hell older than that in this movie, in this TV <laughs> show. So there are some shots in here where I'm like, wow, dude, you could be in like Goodfellas. Like you're you're older and old looking, dude. Uh-huh. He, he does not look my age at all. Anyway, so this pharmaceutical company is really bizarre, and their co- the name of the company is like Neverdine Pharmaceuticals, I think, and. They're making this drug that is a three-series pill that you take one pill, you take a second pill, and then you take a third pill. And like mm-hmm. the, the combination of the three pills over time does something. And they, they advertise the drug as, you know, there's people spend decades and decades in therapy to get over trauma or 
recover from depression or whatever they have that's bothering them, right? Mm-hmm. And they advertise that this pill can fix you in like three days. They okay. can fix people in three days with this. And so I don't believe that. Yeah, clearly, I mean, it's <laughs> not very likely, right? Um, so this, so this company has brought these people in to do this clinical trial, and Jonah Hill and Emma Stone's characters are in this trial because Jonah Hill's there because he wants the money, and Emma Stone's character is there because she's a drug addict and she's addicted to the drug that they give you for for, for step one. Oh, oh, interesting. That. Okay. And she wants more of it because the drug lets her revisit. So what the first drug, well, first of all, the, there's the first, cause I was watching the clip right now and the first pill looks like an A. Mm-hmm. It's ABC. The drug but you're supposed like, to go through these drugs in three days, right? Or something like that. Is well, that I think that like the way that it works, I think is that they give you the A pill. Yeah. Then they give you the, then, then you take the B pill. Right. Then you take the C pill. And then you're fixed. But how could she have gotten hooked on a pill that she's only supposed to take once? So she's been taking the A pill over and over again. Okay. They shed a bottle hmm. of she had a bottle of them that I think someone stole from the company. Okay. I don't really recall oh, okay. how she got the bottle. Gotcha. Um, so the the trial's very thorough. I mean, like they ask a lot of questions. There's there's a really like thorough interview that they make them go through that's really bizarre. The, the company's Japanese, and most of the scientists are Japanese. And one of them, this like one male scientist, is really friggin' funny. <laughs> he's like, he's like, like Dr. Kumamoto or something. Mm. He's this really goofy dude with like really funny hair. And he talks and acts hilarious. Like they have some infomercials of the drug in the show where he's like, he'll, he'll just kind of scroll across the screen and just say ridiculous shit. I mean, it's really, really funny. <laughs> uh, you, have to, you have to look up like the fake trot, like, like the fake infomercials. Like, like, what like, is going on in this show? Like, there's like they were walking around like they were in a fantasy novel with bows and arrows for a moment there. Yeah. So is that like are they tripping or something? Yeah. So like I'll, I'll get to that, and that and that's sort of the part of the show that I haven't enjoyed so much at this point. The reason why I think that I that I that I initially wanted to watch this show was because I was kind of interested in the science and the clinical trial and seeing how it would kind of unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens is that. They take after they're both had finally admitted to the to the trial. And by the way, Emma Stone goes to great lengths to get into this trial. She's not really allowed. She actually get she actually gets rejected for the first time. But she uses some like third party company to threaten the like one of the one of the employees' lo- uh, daughter's lives and says like, if you don't get me into this trial, I have hired an assassin or something that will take out your daughter or something. Jeez. So and that she's mm, she's okay. going to she's going to that length to get the drug. So she's not like, she's not a good person, I would say. Now the a pill lets you kind of go back and revisit the pivotal moment in your life. That is like the source of your trauma or your problems. Mm -hmm. So she's taking the a pill over and over again because she wants to, um, go back and see the moment. Like, even though she's reliving the events that like led to her, you know, her family's problems, like with her sister and whatnot, she 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 does it because even though it's painful for her, she wants to see her sister. Gotcha. So she's willing to sit through that event over and over again, just so she can talk with her sister, like in her mind. Because mm-hmm. the pill kind of brings you back to that spot. Jonah Hill does the same thing, but for different reasons. And so that's why she's taking the A pill over and over again, as you were asking. Okay. Now with all the weird scenes that they go through. Yeah, there's like psychedelic trippy scenes and stuff. Yeah. So. The very first one was like she and Jonah Hill are 
trying to capture, trying to um, retake this like um, lemur that was stolen. Like it's really random. Okay. <laughs> and then so they're like fighting with this guy that like is going to turn the lemur into a coat, like at a like at a clothing store. And there's like shootouts and everything. It's really bizarre. And then the second one is Jonah Hill's dream. And he's like a secret agent trying to break into this like seance party so he can steal this like magic item. It's really weird. And then like some of the clips that you were looking at, Cosmo, are ones that haven't happened yet where I am in the show. Okay. Did you say these are hallucinations or they're actual dreams? Like are they sleeping? They're like, yeah, they're asleep. So it's they give them these pills, like the B pill, the second okay. stage pill. And the pill takes them into this like dream state. The pill and this... Okay. The pill and this like machine. So, um, there. I think I already have given a couple spoilers, so I'll probably write spoilers on the topic of this episode, like just so mm. people don't aren't shocked. But like, there's gonna be a couple a couple more small spoilers here. The whole thing, the thing that's controlling the clinical trial is the supercomputer, mm. and the supercomputer has some sentience to it. Okay. Oh. And the supercomputer is. Very powerful, and it is... It's like psychopaths. In, in, in combination <laughs> with the drugs, they put these like metal plates next to, these, next to their heads, mm-hmm. and they kind of just drift off. And I think the computer sort of brings them into their sleep state, or it's analyzing their dreams, or something. They haven't really given a good explanation of it yet. But at one point, one of the scientists in the show dies, and the computer is like mourning the death of the of the scientist. Whoa. And, oh, interesting. And the computer like has what looks like like th- there that has all these lights on a wall with all these like blinking lights and the lights will like change shape to to be like the computer's face. And then like in one of the in one of the scenes like the computer cries and you can see the tear like a tear coming out of the computer's eye cuz the lights are moving down the screen or whatever. And then, like a piece of mercury, like breaks inside the machinery, and it splatters like onto a, onto like a uh, circuit board, and it's like something bad is happening in the computer. And at the point where I am in the show, we haven't really seen what exactly is going to be the result of all of that. But like the computer is sentient, and it is like it's like it's like Elon Musk's nightmare. Yeah, like someone died, and the computer is going to like lose its shit and just wipe out like humanity. You know that I think that's like Elon Musk's fear. He's always talking about AI. Well, yeah, that's I mean his. That's Bill Gates. That's a lot of like people that are in prominent um, states of like technological advancement. Yeah, they're like afraid of it. Yeah, it's legit. So I don't know where that's going with the show. Uh, at the point where I am is like they're getting ready to. They have finished the B portion of the test, mm-hmm. and but she still keeps going back and takes the A pill. No, not no. in the test. The, oh. She's under control now. Like in the, She's part of the clinical uh, trial. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and now they're going to... I guess they're, they're going to move with the move forward with the B, the, mm-hmm. the, with the C portion of the test, which is probably how they're going to end up in those other weird scenes you saw where they were like having a battle or something. Okay. You know, I don't... And I don't... And I, and I don't understand what the significance is of these like flashbacks because it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't understand why we're doing this. Hmm. Um, but I'm hoping that I'm hoping we're gonna find out. But as far as as far as what I can tell you about the show, like overall, it's kind of sci-fi. It's a little campy. Like there's some goofy stuff in there. Right. I was gonna say um, it's labeled as 
dark comedy. I was going to ask you if it's actually any funny because that was like the top genre for it. <laughs> it's a little funny, like... For example, the science... The but one, everything you described sounded so serious. I was like, dark comedy? This doesn't sound like a comedy. <laughs> it's not really funny, honestly. Okay. It's not very funny. But, but, yeah, dark comedy is a tricky one. Because like a, a movie like American Psycho is a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people would watch that and be like, this isn't funny at all. <laughs> but... I think it's I think I think American Psycho is hilarious, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's kind of like a really fucked up uh, comedy. So this sounds like it would be similar in some ways. So yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, a dark comedy like you know, like the you know, there's an anime called Comedy, as you just True. said, that has like it's not really mm-hmm. not really a comedy, right? It's just called that because that's like a form of literature or whatever. Yeah. So not a comedy, I'd say it's more sci-fi to me, but. Sounds interesting. It kind of reminds me a little bit of, and I only watched like the first couple episodes of it, but there was a, uh, crap, it was like an X-Men spinoff show pretty recently, like maybe a couple years ago, and it was about <coughs> Professor Xavier's son. Was it his son? Hmm. Yeah, and Don't he was know. like schizophrenic, and like the uh, first part of the show was him like escaping from his psychiatric ward or whatever. And so that, just from what you t- told me, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit because there was all kinds of like trippy stuff, like where you couldn't tell if something was real or not. There was, there was a point in the show where I thought it kind of reminded me of the fifth element a little bit. Okay. Interesting. Oh, interesting. And, but I think that has sort of passed at this stage for me because of the, the I've had, we've had two episodes now of these like flashbacks and I'm not really into them all that much, but it seemed like a show that kind of had like a fifth element sort of feel to it, at least at the beginning. Anyway, so that's about all I have for Maniac. Um, it's pretty good. It's not great. I think the Haunting at Hill House was 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 better. And by the way, I finished the Haunting at Hill House, and the ending was fantastic. Um, way better than I expected. And it, that show has like an eight point eight on IMDb. I'm not really surprised. It's really really good. Um, the ending was a definite tearjerker. Not all that expected. So. Um, following up on the on the on an episode from a few weeks ago, if you haven't watched the Haunting at Hill House yet, and you want to see like a like a drama with like a lot of horror elements to it, that show wrapped up wrapped up super well, and it has a book about it too, so that's probably worth watching. Yeah, I heard that was really good. I'm I'm just not really into horror, but people yeah. are telling me that it's not it's not the, a really a, it's not it's more of a drama. Yeah, I gotta check that out. So I'm really interested in this one because I. I'm fascinated by things like dream therapy and lucid dreaming and interpreting dreams to figure out like uh, where you need to focus on for mental health. I'm I'm really interested in those. I, I don't know. Like I'm really interested in interpreting dreams. So trying to figure like what you're explaining with like trying to figure out the significance of these dreams, I think would be interesting for me to check out. Yeah. And the show I was thinking of was Legion is what it was called. Oh, Legion, okay. yeah. I don't know if it's still around or not. It was on FX, but yeah, it was it was pretty neat because it's like this. He's a mutant who has the ability to, to like alter reality, but he's also schizophrenic. So his reality is odd, and so like right. it just gets real trippy and weird. Definitely, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of trippy and weird, there's a apparently there's like a place in Jamaica you can go. That where you can pay money to trip out on DMT. Have you heard of DMT? Oh yeah, dimethyltryptamine. Yeah, the the, the what, what the, spirit, the spirit, spirit molecule. molecule. Yep. You you can pay like seven hundred bucks to go to Jamaica to stay yep. at a resort for like a week, and it's like all like room and board is paid, all the food, everything, mm-hmm. 
and they'll give you like doses of it and yeah. then watch you and make sure you're okay while yeah. you do it. You can also, there's uh, some places in South America that you can go to where you take ayahuasca, which is basically uh, a version of dimethyltryptamine, except it's way more involved and way more, uh, so, so like concentrated DMT is something that you can like inject into your body and you can go on like a 15 minute trip. Uh, ayahuasca is something that you consume, like it's a broth that you cook and you eat it. And you'll trip for hours and get like really sick and it's weird and it's kind of like a more... I think I'd rather do the DMT. Yeah, yeah, generally. Although I'm told that like when you're on the DMT, this is totally aside, right? Yeah, yeah. Like five, 15 minutes feels like hours. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's interesting. Definitely. I mean, yeah. I've never done DMT, but I've done some other things that also separate you from reality. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't either, but at work, we randomly started talking about DMT, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, let's see. So, Mandy, you had a show that, that you were interested in watching that you hadn't gotten to yet. Oh, uh, I'm interested, but I haven't watched any of it yet, and that was the new Salem series on Netflix, which was- apparently is like an adult version of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But I could have sworn I saw somebody else mention something about Lovecraft. But so maybe it wasn't the series. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I'm really interested in this. I remember watching Sabrina on Nickelodeon back in the day, yeah. and I loved that show. Is it the same actress? That no, was? God, no. No. Melissa Joan Hart. Is that Melissa Joan Hart? Oh, Melissa Joan Hart was the original. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. a different girl. I don't know. Netflix is pushing this show really hard. I know that. It's definitely like in your in my face every time I sign into Netflix, hmm. and I don't know what that means, but apparently it's an adaptation that's like a darker version of like a darker retelling, sort of, or it's an adaptation that's sort of darker and more yeah. Uh, more I wonder if the what was the cat's name? Oh, I can't remember shit. the cat's name, but um, I hope that that oh, talking crap. cat comes back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the cat's name? Yeah, I, I can't remember. I didn't even watch the original, so don't, I, I did. I oh, man, I watched this and I watched um Oh, what was the one with the girl that turned into the puddle? Oh, Alex Mack. Alex I, Mack, yes. The amazing adventure of Alex Mack. Yeah, that was a cool show. I like I watched that. that one all the time. Yeah, that show was cool. <laughs> I like that. Okay, well if you And ever... are you afraid of the dark? Oh well yeah, oh of course. That show was oh, that, that show was fantastic. <laughs> You always blow mm. out the blow out the the match or whatever. What? And I remember my sister had when we were little had this massive fear of clowns, and there was an episode where uh, this clown was like stalking these kids, and it got into their room with this big balloon. And this kid had this big balloon that blew up into like a clown face and popped, and like confetti went everywhere. My sister freaked out. <laughs> Don't remember that, and she'd be so mad if I met, brought it up today. <laughs> what is this you've got here, Cosmo? I just pulled up the. Uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, this is their best Netflix shows and movies to binge right now. Whoa! So they have oh, them okay. ranked. Um, Interesting stuff that's currently available on Netflix that people are binging the crap out of. Okay. Well, what are the top three? Top three? Yeah. Uh, are shows that I do not know. Number three is a show called Marco Polo. Uh, it only has a 62 on Rotten Tomatoes. That doesn't sound yeah. high. It's the adventures of a young explorer, Marco Polo, chronicled in this drama, blah, 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 blah. Uh, no, number two is a show called Derek, Ooh. which is uh, Ricky Gervais. Um, 
So it's a comedy about, I guess he has a bunch of dogs or something. I don't know. Just look at the picture. (laughs) And the number one is Bloodline, which is set in the Florida Keys. Oh, boy. Yeah. Let's see here. It says here, set in the Florida Keys, Bloodline centers on a close-knit family of four adult siblings whose secrets and scars are revealed when their black sheep brother returns home. Oh. Interesting. But that, but I mean, this show, these shows are the, the, the supposed like best or most popular on Netflix, but like only has a 62 on Rotten Tomatoes. But that doesn't seem like all that great. Yeah. That can't be the best show. The audience score is an 81, though. Even that's not that high. There's, 81% of people like the show? Yeah, but there's got to be. A, out of the 180 shows they had on the list, there's got to be at least one that had like a 90. Yeah. You would think, think so. I yeah. I mean, maybe it's based on most popular shows like this minute. I think probably. Oh, yeah, because these scores are higher. Like Lost in Space has a higher. Ozark has higher. Right. Oh, yeah, there we go. It's well, going up. Yeah, so I don't know. Interesting. It's going up in like ascending order. That's weird. Hmm, very look, strange. The deeper you go, the higher the score gets. Maybe because it's, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird website. Yeah. Well, it's Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, well. So, um, yeah, so Manny, when you watch uh, Sabrina, if you get around to it, you have to let us know how it is. Hmm. It's, um, I'm sure a lot of people listening probably watch the original it's gonna really bother me that i can't remember the cat's name oh my gosh i'm gonna look it up i'm looking Sabrina i'm already googling cat. it <laughs> a lot of a, a lot of people that listen to us do these hobby addicts probably watch salem. the original salem. oh his name was salem of course why did that's why didn't that's, we think that's of that like, <laughs> that's so cliche that pup the cat You're puppet right. from the show he was, he was so snarky yes, too i loved it was him. so sassy yeah yeah, so like, like a lot of people seems like seem like they've watched this show, the original. So they probably would and that be, looks exactly like my cat. I think they'd like to hear your cat looks like a puppet. Yeah, uh, remake. <laughs> Are you a puppet? Oh, she left. She got mad at me. She's like, "Fuck you, I'm out." Yeah. <laughs> All right. So one last thing, you were yes, Kazo, you were talking about how you wanted to. Read I want to books. read more. You want to read more? Yes, because I don't read enough or very very often at all. Currently, I mean, you read all day. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, you do technically. Yeah, but I don't like. I'm not sitting down and reading books. You know, so like currently I'm reading the first Harry Potter book because I never actually read it as a kid. And so I bought the illustrated edition a little <laughs> while back, which is the illustrated one. Well, no, it's it's the book. It just also has a bunch of cool pictures in there, too. Like how many pictures? I don't know. There's a every couple pages. There will be a picture. OK. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I was just thinking because like the, some of those books are really long. Yeah, it's a big book. So, so if you were if you were to put a picture on like every page, it would be huge. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a pretty big book because I've been reading through that, and that's a lot of fun to like go back and because I've I've only ever seen the movies, I've never read the books. So to be able to go and like see if there's any stuff I missed and all that, I gotcha. It's cool. Okay, so so I I just want to read more stuff. So I'm I'm kind of like last night when I was hanging out with my, some friends, I was like, you know what, 2019, I'm gonna read a book a month, and so they recommended a bunch of books for me, like right there, oh, which okay. I wrote down. But I wanted to see if you guys had any that you would recommend. What was on your list? Because I don't know what kind of books you would like to read. I mean, I like a lot of stuff. I, you know, I enjoy fiction, of course. You know, sci-fi, fantasy, all that other stuff. Um, but I also like autobiographies a lot. Um, you know, yeah, uh, his- historical stuff. So I enjoy a lot of things. So they recommended a bunch already um the first one which is kind of what got us on the on the subject is we were talking about ready player one so okay have you read that i have not read it so they recommended that i read that another book they Mm -hmm. recommended is something called where the hell is tesla tesla (laughs) like the scientist yeah okay so i guess it's some kind of a i don't know a book about him (laughs) 
Uh, another one they recommended was by a guy named Bobby Bones, who I think is like a radio personality, but he wrote a book called Fail Until You Don't. So probably some kind of like self-help type book. I don't okay. know. Is there, are, they, are they trying to give you a message there? Yeah. Like, wait, yeah buddy, what's going let on me tell here? you something. You need this book. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> uh, then they recommended Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. Okay. Uh, the Sun is Also a Star is another book. Uh, what? A I don't f- know. That's a fact. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, the Congressions of Max Tavoli. I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, the Perks of Being a Wallflower. That was a movie. Um, Damn, you have a, already have 12 books. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to read all of these. I'm, this is just some suggestions, and I'll pick the ones I think are the most interesting. Uh, Looking for Alaska, uh, 13 Reasons Why, The Time Traveler's Wife, uh, Blue, wait, hold on. Yeah, Blue Like Jazz, Non-Religious Thoughts on Christian Spirituality. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. That one sounds a little interesting. Yeah. So those are the ones they recommended. So I wanted to okay. say, I wanted to kind of get your guys' input, see if there's any books, some of your favorite books that you've read that you would recommend. And then also, I guess the listeners can can let me know what books they recommend. They can tweet at me. Um, tweet at, let me think. Tweet at your brother. Yeah. A-A-A Kazuo. Well, I read a lot of fantasy, though, so I don't know if you're interested in like the high fantasy. Like, yeah. Um, Am I Dragon interested Lance. in high fantasy? <laughs> yeah, obviously. Dragonlance is one of my favorite series. It's very old. It started early 80s, I believe. And it was um, the authors, uh, it was their D&D campaign. And Sweet. then it ended up being turned into its own D&D uh, module. So it, It's called Dragonlands? Dragonlance. Lance. Like like a lance, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Um, and it's very, very long. The original trilogy is like the beginning point, and it was um, the uh, Dragons of Autumn Twilight is the first book, and mm. then in that that trilogy is the beginning, and then it goes on to it uh, starts in filling in stories from like far in the future and far in the past. It, it's huge. I believe there's over like oh man, I believe there's over 150 books in the whole entire Holy series. Good Shit. lord. It's, it's been going on for a long time, and yeah, it, what, no they're shit. not all the original authors. Other authors started picking up the series okay. and then expanding upon who's, it. Who's the original author? Do you know? Um, Tracy Goldman or Tracy Hickman, and um, oh, what was her other name? I'm so sorry. Uh, Tracy Hickman and something Goldman. Hmm. Damn, 150 books. That's insane. It's the Netflix of books. Yeah. Or, it's, or it's the uh, it's the it's the one piece of books. I'm sorry, Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman. Margaret I don't know where Weiss I got Goldman and Tracy from. Hickman. Okay. Well, interesting. Okay. Another book that I really enjoy, but it's dark comedy, yeah. is Johannes Cabal the Necromancer. It's really funny. Uh, it's so silly. It's about um, a guy who. It's. Like set in like oh man, I'm trying to think what the time period is. It's like an old British setting. Like I don't know if it's Victorian era, but it's like around then. <clears throat> it's about a man who sells his soul to the devil for the power to bring people back from the dead. You know you're not sure why. But then apparently it didn't turn out the way that he wanted, so he goes Surprise. back down to hell and demands to have his soul returned to him. 
and huh. he makes it shakes up a deal with the devil and says okay i'm gonna give you the devil tells him, i'm gonna give you a carnival and if you can accumulate this many souls from people who attend the carnival then i'll give your you your soul back and it's all about him traveling around with this carnival trying to collect souls and it ends up being really really funny and uh at the end, you find out why he wanted the power of necromancy. And I don't know, I really enjoyed that series. And you find out that he has like a vampire brother. It's so silly. <laughs> so it's called it's called the Necromancer? It's called Johannes Cabal, the Necromancer. How the hell do you spell Johannes? J-O-H-A-N-N-A-S. Yeah, there we go. The old Google helped yeah, me out. Yes, though. I guess. Johannes <laughs> Cabal, the Necromancer. Oh, you got another one yeah. for your list. All right. These are all, these are great. I feel like I don't have a lot of recommendations for you. I think that I tried. There was a time recently where I where I tried to start reading books again, but every time I get in bed to start reading it, I would just you fall asleep. asleep immediately. Yeah, I would get like surprise, I, I, surprise. I would, get, I, would get, I would get two paragraphs in and I'd be asleep. Mitz so, falls asleep. <laughs> this is like so it was <laughs> like impossible. <laughs> I did. I tried. I really did, but I was just out. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I just so. I, I feel like I don't read enough, and I want to. I, don't know, I just want to. I don't know. Do it. I want to add to my collection. I enjoy collecting books, but I never Me read Me too. Them. I have way too many. I am, Recently, I've been reading uh, Miss Sherlock Holmes, which is a true story about uh, world's best female detective back in 1917. She solved this massive case around like a missing girl case, and it's hmm. really interesting. Um, cool. I also got The Wind-Up Bird Chronicle. Uh, but I haven't started it yet, but I hear such amazing things about it. I'm going to read it after this one. That's by Haruki um, Murakami. And I know it's about a man uh, who's searching for his wife's missing cat. And then he's looking for his wife as well because she goes miss- missing and ends up in like uh, some netherworld beneath the city's like placid surface. I don't know. It's really the synopsis sounds really interesting. And I've heard really amazing things about it. But it's also apparently very uh hmm, i don't know how to explain it except for artsy is what i hear people tell like explain it as i don't know what that means i guess i'll find out what i read it but okay. yeah i'm interested in that one as well i have it i just need to read it after i finish this book <laughs> you know it'd be cool but it would never work because of like uh the law <laughs> is um the law. <laughs> to to do like you know where you like read books for people except on the internet somehow uh, those are called audiobooks. Right. Right. That's true. That's a fair point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> but also would be something that you couldn't do because of the law. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. These are some good recommendations. Did you come back? Oh. oh the cat's back. Hello. Ravage. Ravage. No? Okay. Oh, she, she meows when she wishes. Okay, guys. Well, so Maniac, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, mm-hmm. recommend books to Kazuo yes. on Twitter at a Kazuo, and he will perhaps read them. Yeah, and then I can talk about them on Hobby Addicts. That's right. So you recommend a book, and then he will talk about it back to you, tell you how he thought about it. So, oh, we should do that. Tell me what book you're going to read, and then I'll read it as well. Well, right now we I'm reading the first Harry it. Potter book, so. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm in the middle of that right now. <laughs> oh, man. If you're going to read Harry Potter, you should listen to the audiobook from, um, uh, oh, who does it now? My brain has died. Yes. Yeah, I listened uh, to part, part of he it. He does the IT show. Why is my brain dying? 
Harry Potter. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, All right, guys. I forgot his name. We'll see you next time on Hobby Addicts. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, thank you for contributing to the podcast as well. We'll see you next time. And until then, uh, have fun with your hobbies. Bye. Yeah. Peace out. Bye.